turn to the 55th chapter of Isaiah. I'll read the whole chapter. Pray that God might might feed us from this portion. Reading in Jesus' name. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye, that which is good, and let your soul delighteth itself in fatness. Incline your ear and come unto me, hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader and a commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God and for the Holy One of Israel. For he hath glorified thee. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and it maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before ye into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the fir tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree, and it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Amen. God's peace and read with those greetings of grace, mercy, and peace from, from God our Heavenly Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ now and forever henceforth. Amen. I originally looked for something along the lines of what is said here, not necessarily looking for a text, but something that's been on my heart the last few weeks. And I suppose, I, I mean, I, I have read this chapter, but I, I, I'm so forgetful and bad at remembering where things are. I didn't realize where that, how much is, has been spoken on these verses in this chapter as well, how, how often it has been spoken on. 
those latter verses there, I, hadn't, I didn't know that that's where they were. I was looking more at the beginning of the chapter. It says, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, that he hath, and he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and labor for that which satisfieth not? And I suppose it's been on my, my heart the last few weeks that that sentiment just how much this life is unable to satisfy to satisfy us how much the things of this world I guess I should say how much the things of this world are unable to satisfy our flesh and unable to satisfy us that we might feel complete and fulfilled outside of Christ and how we I suppose I'm thinking of myself so much and it's not it's more that I, I I'm thinking how much I how much I enjoy and and work towards and and, <coughs> and want to be out out in the mountains and out hunting and I and I, I spend so much time and money and concentration on on doing those things. It's wrong necessarily that I enjoy hunting, or I don't think it's wrong that I enjoy being in the mountains and enjoying enjoying the nature. But it's even yesterday. said it four or five times just yesterday, I said this is probably the most beautiful place I've ever been, back in the mountains and in, in, uh, high up in, in a bowl back there, and even, even yesterday I, I was able to, to get an animal yesterday, But even then, it's it's a it's a, a satisfaction that lasts. Maybe I don't know if I'm. I don't know what it is, but it's it still seems that 
20 minutes from the time that I'm about to to do the thing and 20 minutes from thereafter it's down and I've got it down it seems like that, that satisfaction is gone there's moment of, of, of maybe pride and, and, and happiness and excitement but it, it passes so soon Thank God. As much effort and time I put into those things, I thank Him that it is that way. for the and I I feel guilty I suppose as well in the past few weeks that well I guess I'm thankful first of all that there have been times where it seems like my heart was pricked that it's like You spend way too much effort and concentration on these things and how little, how little have I spent concentrating on this. I'm not pointing any, anybody out, but I think it is that way for us all. That we can get caught up in, in things that either become idols to us in that way, that we want to only think and, and get excited about those things. It's also that way that we become bogged down with with worries and with cares of this world. It says in your labor for that which satisfieth not how much we work for things that, that do not give us that satisfaction that this word that Jesus Christ gives us it is, is a more lasting satisfaction incline your ear and come unto me here and your soul shall live <clears throat> 
and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Is there that that second and and that one? Wherefore do you spend your money for that which is not bread? That bread, how often it, it is said that Jesus is that bread of life. That is where we we get our fill. Going back to that same thing, just how much, how much we spend on things that don't that don't lead there, that lead us further away, and that we we are not looking looking to Christ or, or seeing that He is that He is that that end and our salvation. And if we we are able, if we are given that grace that is only given by God. It seems it seems that the the word tells us many times to do a thing, and yet I don't think it. it I'm sure there's there's a verse that that directly points to what I'm trying to say here because I do not think this this Bible ever contradicts itself or or leaves us with a with question I mean I mean there's sure there's there's places that we, we do not understand and I guess that goes to what I'm about to say as well but it says incline your ear and come unto me here and your soul shall live a command a command from from God that we would incline our ear and come unto him and yet even then that is something that we are unable to do. I pray for that grace that, that your ear would be inclined unto God. Pray that you would want to hear that word. Come unto me and your soul shall live. It's interesting, I suppose, in one way, but <clears throat> so easy for us to understand when, when God puts these passages like this that makes that, that correlation, I guess, between being fed spiritually and being fed naturally, that we might understand that, that these things, natural things, do not, do not lead us anywhere past this life. But if we are able to hear that word, that bread of life, and to receive that and come unto him, then we shall live. And behold, thou shalt call a nation that which that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not, thee shall run unto thee, because of the Lord thy God, and for the Holy One of Israel, for he hath glorified thee. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. This, I, I, I feel this, that verse, that sixth verse. 
yes, it's a, it's a it's a it's a call to those unbelievers. But how much it, it hit ho- hits home for me as well, and I think it hits home for for all of us as Christians because how much we we as it says in those those opening verses that we, that we need that that. That that bread of life and 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 that that food that only comes from God, that spiritual food, and this verse definitely speaks to us in that way. It speaks to me. Seek ye the Lord while he may be while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. And I suppose it, it has been pricking me as well. Very much the same as, as what I was saying before. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. This day, today is the day that that Lord is near. And how how little it seems that I call upon him how, how doesn't seem too often that it seems that I've turned to God seems more that I turn to myself in that song even it said that I think that was Paul that said Paul, I don't know, but says, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. And that verse, maybe I'm getting off a little bit here, but it seems to say that to a Christian, and it seems for Paul to say that almost on the, on the first little bit of a glance, it seems kind of Silly to say that 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 someone who is a, a Christian helped that help my unbelief. If I believe, I believe. But how true that is, and how much we do need to pray that we need to pray that God would help our unbelief, not unbelief in in, in Him. But it seems so often for myself how much I I, I lack confidence in God and it seems so much in in many Christian circles even that that we can have that confidence that confidence in ourselves almost it it seems to profess that we we can have confidence because, because we are Christians and we can have those things that we want and we can have those things that we desire and we can have what we need because, well, if we have faith even as, even as a mustard seed, we can, we can move a mountain. But I don't think, and I, I know I spoke on that, I don't know when, but even that it says that if you, you ask and you receive not is because you ask amiss. 
I believe what we need, that confidence in God, we do not have confidence in ourselves. But we have that confidence in God and and that, that confidence in God will give us that grace to pray, Lord, thy will be done. confidence doesn't need to be in well I need I need this this thing or else I'll, I'll go totally under or if I don't have this I'm not going to be able to get through another year the confidence is 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 totally supposed to be and should be as hard as it is and that great that only comes by the grace of God that we might have this confidence we might be able to pray that will be done. It is such an amazing thing that we can pray those words in total confidence. We can have 100% confidence that what we receive will be exactly what we need. that is a prayer that God will answer and even that sort of pertains to the next verses in this I'll skip ahead but I want to go back to that seventh verse but for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways saith the Lord definitely I think speaks on on, on that that uh, what we think we need and what God knows that we need are, are often two, two different things and especially for myself how many things I have prayed for and things that I have hoped for that I have not received and at the time it seems like, well, come on, you know that this could have made my life a whole lot better. But looking back how much I see, what a gift from a loving father it was that I did not receive those things that I asked for. still so hard for me even though I try to remember and try to to want to only pray that will be done it is still so hard to pray that I want to pray for what I want I want to pray that his will would be done but then it seems like the flesh so childishly wants to throw back in but you know that this if I was able to get this it would be a good thing for me almost as if I'm trying to 
Like I see childish, you kind of do that with your parents when you're a kid. You try to ask your questions in a way that it kind of directs them and pushes them to thinking about only one thing. answers those prayers in the exact way that he answers them. He knows what we need. His thoughts or his ways are, are, are higher than our ways. And he knows he knows what is what is needed and what is best. I don't know if I jump around in the message but it is all God's word and, and it is all good and I don't know if this switches gears too much but also that 7th verse let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Like I said, maybe switching gears here. blessing it is to read that 7th verse, that 7th, 8th and ninth verse and realize what a gift we have in God, in that in Christ who has paid for our sins God says here that he will abundantly pardon he will pardon that that unrighteous man if he is able to forsake those wicked ways and return to the Lord he is able to pardon us abundantly and how true that is and how often it seems for me and how often it seems that he needs to keep forgiving me for the same thing for his thoughts are not not our thoughts how is it with ourselves? If someone crosses us, and I know for myself that is such an area that I struggle with, I try to justify it in my own in my own way. But if somebody wrongs me or there is wrongdoing, it is so hard. I, I feel like. Well, this is the second or third time they've done this thing. Why on earth would I forgive them? They're just going to do it again. Got no use for people like that. I may as well just just get rid of them out of my life and not worry about it. Then I don't have to worry about that and not worry about being crossed that way again. Because I don't have I don't have time or thoughtfulness to forgive them. Keep forgiving them for this thing. 
I hope that's not everyone's way here, but that sure is my way. But thankfully, thankfully, God's thoughts and God's ways are not my thoughts or my ways. God's thoughts were my thoughts and his ways, my ways. How ashamed I am to say that I feel like I would I would have already struck myself down. the way that I acted he would have already sent me to an eternity in hell Thank God that His ways are not our ways. And we can thank Him that He has that forgiveness that is only available through that shed blood of Christ. That if we are covered with that blood, spotless and blameless before God and he does not see those things where we crossed him he does not see those things where we have transgressed and and, and, and fallen short and it seems how much for us for me one little thing someone might do to me and, and it seems like I might be trying to be thinking about that or, or still be bitter about that all week and yet every day I don't know I don't even want to try to guess how many sins how many many things that, that cannot be let into heaven, those that there is no room for sin in heaven. How much sin I commit each day. 
and then how much sin everybody in this world commits each day is just as much an offense to God as that one thing is to me and yet he sees Christ when we are able to come unto him and have that Holy Spirit indwelling in us As the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my, be, my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, and it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Again, I don't know if I'm switching gears, and I, maybe I'm the one switching gears. I don't know if the chapter is, and I'm sure there are those that have much more understanding on this this chapter. But there are so many, and I, like I said, I, I originally hadn't even looked at the whole chapter, and then realized how much is said in this chapter, and maybe it's three or four different sermons here that I, that could have been split up. But I also see that that message here that that it says so or, for, uh, where should I start from? I'll just, and for as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and watereth not thither Returneth not thither, but rewatereth the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. It shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. That is a lesson for us. I don't know, I didn't look at the references here beside it, but I'm sure it it could or, or, or should point also to that parable of the sower. And I don't don't know why I, I think of this so often, but it seems like if you look at one verse and you look at another, it might seem like they contradict, but they but they don't. God's word is is uniform in that way, and in agreement with itself. It says, "So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth; it shall not return unto me void." But it will accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. We are to, to spread that word on whatever ground it might fall on. And I don't believe that when it says it, that word, when it goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void. 
I don't think that means exactly that everybody that we we spread this word to is going to be a Christian. It doesn't mean that 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 seed will grow. I don't I don't think it but it, it as it says here that it will not return unto him void. It will accomplish that which I please. It will do that which, which God sees fit. Like I said that with in unison with that parable of the sower, we must spread that word wherever it wherever we can if we have that seed to throw it wherever it needs to go. Or throw it everywhere. We don't know where it needs to go. But God knows where it needs to go. It seems so often I pass up opportunities to throw that seed somewhere. But that is something that I, I don't know how, how I can control it. And the more I think about how I can control it, I think the less control I have of it. That word will go forth out of his mouth and, and that Holy Spirit, I believe, is dwelling in me today. If it needs to be said, I believe it will be said. And I do not know if I say something to some person. It's almost a thing that we think and we try to put it on ourselves that if I say this thing and, and try to encourage someone towards Christ and it doesn't pan out, they just keep going the way that they're going. It seems like, well, I think most people are like this. I don't know why I'd try this again. That was kind of embarrassing. And it, I just kind of put myself and my, my faith out there, but it didn't really seem to do anything for them. But God says here that it shall not return unto him void. It will accomplish that which he pleases. No, that doesn't mean that that person is eventually as soon as I go away and as soon as I don't know about or hear about them anymore, they're on their life. And I think it didn't pan out that they're going to absolutely become a Christian or or we plant that seed on some ground, it's going to raise up a, a, a Christian. And that is not our job and that is not our our, our duty to to make Christians. It is God's work. That is God's. That is God's hand. His 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 ability only to let that seed grow. But He lets it. He lets it go. He wants us to let it go where it, where it where it falls, and it will accomplish that which He pleases. And shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. And again, I think this goes back because I don't totally understand that. And I kind of think, think of things of what I think it might mean. That it would prosper and it seems like, well, maybe if it does this little thing and it might go to another person. I don't know, you never know 
what that if that person ever maybe that they don't become a Christian, but maybe they might say this. Well, this person said this to me once, and who knows? Maybe that seed will get passed down that way too. I don't know. That goes back to God's thoughts being higher than our thoughts and His way higher than ours way. I do not know how how God might might bring another child to Him, and that is not our 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 concern. Our concern is that we are able to preach this word. Our concern is that, that we are, are spreaders of that seed, not growers of it. We can leave that work with God, and we can be thankful that, that we can leave that with God. Because if we try to grow up a, a Christian in the way that we exactly think, I'm not saying that we if we... If we are believing the truth that, that what we might say to this person is going to be false or lead them off, but our duty is to, to direct them to this word. Our duty is to give them this word and, and to let them look into the word. And, and yes, we can we can be we can be helpers along the way if there are questions. God gives us those words to say if it is something that we need to say and if it is something that that person might need to hear. But it is not up to us to, to form them in the way that we need to form. Nobody has formed me in the way that I need that I am formed. I believe God is God is at the at the helm there. And this word, if it is it, if it is true, which we know it is, it will bring everybody to that same place. I'm getting, but I might return to another verse. I'm just thinking maybe I'm going too too long or too off rabbit trails here, but there it leads us to that same place. And then, yes, we have different different paths and different walks, but if we're believing that same that same truth, we we know that same truth, and we will follow that same truth. We will not have separate truths that lead to the same de- uh, destination. We cannot we cannot say, well, yes, this person believes this way, and that is just their way of believing, and that's how they understand that verse. And as long as they all they will get they get to heaven, that's good. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's possible. God is not a God, a God of confusion. I believe every Christian that has ever got to heaven and that has ever believed this truth believes every word of this Bible the exact same way. And we can be thankful for, for, for God's direction there. And pray that we'd be able to continually spread that truth not for our own our own gain or, or, or build up in confidence of who, of what we have done for God's kingdom but with total confidence that, that God is, a, is is in control and he is leading each of us and, and those others that we might preach to about it he's leading them to that same destination and that we might all reach heaven someday.
In Jesus' name, amen. Shall we close with the benediction? May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May the Lord lift his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Have a song in the